friends. Welcome to the podcast. This is a special edition today. We have a have a special guest. We've got the chief with us today. <laughs> Dr. Klotch, welcome to your podcast. Lennon, I like that introduction. You know, I, I may use that a little more often. <laughs> we should. I, I think we need a marching band in the office to do it. Well, sir, how are you doing today? I'm doing fine. Good to visit with you today and meet our friends for this podcast. Looking forward to it. Yeah, this is good. This is a special edition of the podcast. And so we are just going to talk about a little bit of what's new and what's different with district council this year. Uh, This is, of course, one of the most important moments of every calendar year for our district. This year it falls on June 2nd through 5th. And we'll have special speakers Greg Ford with us and Matthew Barnett. We'll talk about them a little bit more later in the podcast. But Dr. Clunch, this is something that we've been working on since the last one ended. Frame it a little bit because none of us who serve in this office have always been in this office. And what that means is we all know what it's like to have our primary focus of where the Lord's placed us and then to be finding our place in this bigger family in which we serve. So why does district council, from your perspective, why does this matter? Why is it important to the whole North Texas district family? This is probably the most important event because it brings us all together. And we have multiple things that happen during the week, which I'm going to talk about that in just a moment. Last year was such a great council. The theme of it was You Matter. And we wanted everyone to know that you do matter. Every ministry person in every church is involved in the ministry that moves the gospel of Christ forward. And as you said, since last year, we have been looking forward to a new district council. We do a debriefs after each event for our district, find out how people feel about it. And out of the debriefs, multiple ones that we did, some incredible ideas were recommended, and so we are integrating those into district council this year. Let me just say that the district council, first of all, it's really kind of like a family reunion. I think one, I of, think the, so. one of the reasons that people come is you get to see your friends. Sometimes you get to have visitation, and we, we'd like to see a lot of that happen, go out to eat and just talk about life. So... I think that probably is the number one thing that brings people to district council. We do our district business, and that's very, very important. And for me, the most important thing are those powerful moments of the altar, hearing from God, being together in prayer, the altar services. And in this coming district council, I will just tell you that every event is altar-driven. We're excited about this council because of the theme, which is going to be equip, engage, and empower Mm -hmm. so that all of that can happen. Absolutely. You know, you mentioned this powerful altar moment, and one of the things I really appreciated that you led us through last year in district council was um, you prioritized that in such a way. First of all, it was very weird. We got out a little earlier than we've ever gotten out before, but also had a lot of time in the altar. So that's something you prioritized last year as well. Um, thinking about those moments, I've heard pastor after pastor as I've gotten to serve here in the office and meet more pastors than I ever have before, talk about how over the years they had transformational encounters at district council right, yes. uh, among their peers. It, it was what they needed at the moment. Trust, amen. Yeah, whether it was clarity of vision for their place, whether it was a lifeline that kept them hanging on, whether it was direction whenever they were at um, loggerheads for Mm -hmm. some for somewhere they needed to go. But I've been amazed at 
how specific those altar moments are for different ministers in attendance. You know, we believe that people come to district council with many different needs. And so in those moments, which we try to be very sensitive to allow the Holy Spirit to move among us, he knows exactly what you need and I need. And so when we're in those altar times, we don't want to rush it. We want to give God time to move because ministers tell us almost every year that they came to that council and two or three ministers mentioned to me last year, they were ready to give up. They were ready to quit. The pressures of ministry, other issues, they came to the council saying, God, if I don't get something at this council, I'm through. You know, that's pretty serious. Each one of them walked away saying, I'm going back and I'm going to keep going. That's right. So we thank God for the Holy Spirit who meets on a plethora of needs. We'll never know all of them, but we want to make sure that we include his agenda in everything we do. That's right. You know, my first powerful moment at district council happened some 15 years ago or so. I believe it was my first district council to go to. And Brother Shover was superintendent at the time. I think it was him who got up and read the passage from Isaiah, holy, holy, holy. I saw in the king mm-hmm. year King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord high right. and lifted up. And he proceeded to read that holy, holy, holy. And I was standing at the very back of Schaefer Auditorium, and I noticed something because of where I was that as he read that scripture, hands began to go up all over the auditorium. And then as, if I can say this, Dr. Clunch, I noticed about 90% of those hands were attached to shoulders with heads that were gray or balding. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it had this... I resemble that remark. Sure. <laughs> and I've got the graying part now. But I, but I did notice, and it really struck me as a young new minister, what it took to get experienced ministers to engage in the presence of God was just to talk about the holiness of God. Absolutely. And I knew there was something that touched me in such a way where I I thought to myself, I want my heart to leap in that fashion. It was a powerful moment that came about through this family reunion bit, and it wasn't even scheduled. It was just something that communicated to me. And you know, you brought up something here that's so important. I think that this focuses on what we want to see happen in one of the major efforts of our district right now, and that is to connect with the next generation. That's right. We want the next generation to experience God's power, God's presence, God's holiness. I'm very excited because I think there's such a passionate generation that's being raised up right now mm-hmm. who are blessing our district, and I mean, and we believe in them. But, you know, people who have walked with the Lord for a long time, there is that response to those deep, moving truths, the holy, holy, holy. Mm-hmm. And so when you just said that you saw that and you wanted that in your life is one of the reasons that this coming district council, we're including a very strong emphasis on participation by our next generation of leaders across the district, young men and women who are serving the Lord, because we believe it's in those moments that together as a corporate body, we experience something that we won't separately So that excites me to hear you say that. Yes, sir. Okay, so we framed why it's important. Let's talk about what's new. You know, one of the things that's new is even what we're calling it. We're calling it district conference and council. And so that's a subtle but important shift that has come out of how we've planned it. Talk about that little change and why we're going that direction. Well, we chose to move this to a conference, district council conference, kind of a combination. 
And it comes out of the very theme I gave you earlier, uh, the equipping piece, the engagement together, and then the empowerment. Uh, So we felt the need to spend more time in a conference mode, which we've already done to some degree, but we're changing the schedule to include more. So we've actually changed a number of significant things in this council as it becomes a conference and council together. Um, I'm going to highlight just a few because there are a number of changes. Sunday, we were pretty much on the same schedule, our memorial service at 4.30, and then that evening at 7, Matthew Barnett's going to be with us. Boy, we are so excited that he's coming. It's going to be great. Uh, He's going to speak to the next generation and all of us because of the huge ministry he has developed there in Los Angeles. Then this is one of the big changes. On Monday morning, we are going to begin actually our conference and council at 9 o'clock Monday morning. Mm Mm-hmm. So, as opposed to the golf tournament and the ladies' brunch. So this is, a, this is a significant shift. There's a couple of changes, and we'll talk about those things, and you'll see a schedule. But beginning at 9 o'clock on Monday morning, Matthew Barnett will be back with us for a plenary session. He's going to be talking and teaching, and those are going to be times for all of us together. We're going to be in the Hagee Center for that. Then we're going to have other breakout sessions all morning following Matthew's ministry. Uh, At noon that day, our men and women and perhaps some department lunches will take place. And then the afternoon, we come back, and Greg Ford, who is going to be our speaker Monday night, is going to do a session that afternoon, followed by a number of very specific breakout sessions. So Monday's going to be a little different. We're calling it Redeeming Monday. I like it. Uh, Yeah, the, the golf tournament, there is going to be one on Wednesday afternoon. Our women's brunch will kind of just be the women's ministry luncheon, which Carrie's going to lead. Then on Tuesday morning, here's a big change. District Council business begins on Tuesday morning at 9 o'clock until noon. We're doing everything we can to consolidate and make uh, that concise. Uh, We're looking for a new election process that will be quicker. Then Tuesday at noon will be our missions luncheon that we've been having in the evening, it will be held in the Schaefer Center. And then Tuesday afternoon, we'll have a breakout session and then time for additional business if we need that. That missions lunch change is an important reference there. We have historically had that in the evening as a banquet off-site. Right. And so we're shifting that into an on-site lunch. And the Schaefer Building. And that's a big change. So we're working very hard for it to be a dynamic event on uh, at the lunch on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Then Tuesday evening will be the ordination service. I'll be speaking for that meeting. Let me say this. We actually think we're going to have at least 50 ordination candidates, which is the largest number we've ever had. It's amazing. It is incredible. I'm going to be preaching that night to the candidates, but not just to the candidates. I really believe God's given me a message of empowerment for the whole district council. So I just want everybody to know this isn't just for the ordination candidates. It is for all of us. And then on Wednesday morning, which is the last service of the district council, we're going to have an empowerment service similar to last year where there were testimonies given and then times for response 
Boy, that service was just dynamic. Pastor Jim Hennessy is going to lead that for us. We have new testimonies, and I just believe it's going to be a great district council. This schedule will be printed, and everyone will see all of the details. So some pretty big changes, but we believe that it's going to provide a lot of opportunities to equip, engage, and empower. Yeah, that's great, Dr. Clunch. And I want to speak to a little bit about why, why we've done this. It's a sacred cow you're touching by doing anything different with golf and and shifting that around, of course. And one of the reasons why we are experimenting with this, we wanted to be able to honor the time of those attending. It's a lot to ask for our ministers to come in Sunday night for those who might have Sunday night services, but we so appreciate that, that sacrifice and the scheduling that might happen. But to end this way will be done by Wednesday at noon as opposed to after a late night Wednesday service. That's correct. And so at that point, if anyone needs to get back home, they can. If they want to stick around and play golf, they still have that opportunity. Right. But we were able to find a way here to save our ministers a night on hotel costs for themselves and their staff. I appreciated your thinking behind this, and I'm looking forward to the changes that we've made. Well, let me say that we we very carefully had a lot of discussion about any change that we made, and they're obviously things do change. So you lose some things and you gain others. So we are believing that as we have come to this new conference council plan, that we are providing more equipping time and really more fellowship time in this, and then allowing our ministers to go home and attend their Wednesday night service should they need, as you've already indicated. This is an attempt to add some things we've needed. We believe it will be an enhanced council we believe it'll be a equipping piece that is enlarged beyond what we've had before. And we hope that everyone will see the value of it, participate in it, and leave enriched by the power of the Holy Spirit. That reference you just made to more fellowship time is is wonderful. I see here that we haven't scheduled so intensely or longly. Longly? Is that even a word? We, it is now. Okay, I like it. Is it is now. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. But we've left room here for dinners with your friends. We've right. left room here for those get-togethers that we all look forward to at conferences, but very often we have to skip part of the conference to be That's able right. to spend time together. And let me add a couple of things that I left out, and there are a number. But first of all, we've enhanced our children's ministry through the council, and also we've added a PKMK retreat. We've asked Spencer Speed to formulate that retreat at the district council so that truly it's a family event. There'll actually be more time for the minister's children and youth to be ministered to as Spencer's developing a dynamic program. So that's something added to the council, and I believe it's going to be a great blessing. That is going to be a big deal. So friends, as we've talked about some of these details, depending on whenever you listen to this podcast, we want to keep it circulating over the next period of months so that everyone has a chance to hear what's coming. Go to northtexas.ag, and that's where you'll be able to find details and schedule for the conference, etc. That will be up there at at an appropriate time. Definitely all details will be up by April 1st is usually when we go live with registration and we'll be trickling out details before then. So again, you may be listening to this at a point where registration is live or maybe a little bit before. And if that's the case, just know that details are coming. And we want everyone to know that the schedule and all of this is going to be sent out to you. We're working with our communication team for everyone to be fully informed We'd ask for one other thing before we conclude here, Lennon, and that is that we would all pray. There are changes, 
but we believe that it's going to add and not take away. We ask you to pray that God will bless this as our district leadership has committed, and our value is to help the local church to fulfill its mission and vision And when that happens, then the district vision is fulfilled. So we want you to be sent home with resources and training and deeper relationships, and most of all, with a mighty empowerment of the Holy Spirit. That's right. So we look forward to seeing you this year at District Council with our guest speakers, Pastors Matthew Barnett and Greg Ford. And look those guys up on YouTube. There's a lot of audio out there. We're very fortunate to have been able to square away both of these ministers to be with us at District Council. Very excited about that. So we love you, friends, and we pray that you have a fruitful, focused week of serving the Lord and the local church or establishing the church on the mission field beyond the boundaries of the North Texas District. We're grateful for you and proud to serve with you.